You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is Inside Purple and Gold. Joined today by Lauren Cox, host of the Locked On Bears podcast. Give him a follow at Cox Sports One. Lauren. We've talked about this game or, you know, previewed it, alluded to it. It doesn't mean much. And and the way the teams are approaching it, at least from the Bears' perspective, um, shutting down fields, like you said, with the hip strain, um, basically kind of putting this thing in reverse and saying, let's get the number one overall pick. The Bears are treating it the way I think the Vikings should be treating it. Because the Vikings have come out and said, we're going to play our starters. You know, there is something to play for. Uh, the Bears are saying we're going to start Nathan Peter. So what are, what are you expecting out of the Bears this week? Uh, how can you even project what's going to happen um, with how many players are are even going to be suited up? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm projecting disaster. And I feel like every betting line I've ever seen for this game seems way too low. Like it's, I, I, if the Bears are within double digits, I will. I think that'll be a catastrophic failure from the Vikings and a miracle for the Chicago bears. I, a lot of it's just a lack of faith in Nathan Peterman and feeling like Justin Fields was covering a lot of warts on both sides of the ball, really with his ability to just single-handedly take a broken play and make it a 60 yard touchdown run. And that's right. yeah, his wide receivers make some nice blocks downfield in those plays. It's not purely single-handedly, but obviously the big difference there and Peterman having his history of being Nathan Peterman doesn't give me much faith uh, in the Bears scoring a lot of points offensively in this game. But I will be looking at, like, yes, the Bears are treating it like a preseason game, but will the players still care? You know, will they come out and play hard, especially the guys that are getting these opportunities that they wouldn't have otherwise gotten because the Bears aren't caring about the game? Like, specifically in the Bears' secondary, right, they've, they've had they have two or three corners on injured reserve, and now one of their few week one starters there, rookie Kyler Gordon, is questionable with a groin injury that had him limited at practice this week. So we could see starting cornerbacks Harrison Hand, Michael Ojemudia, and Breon Borders. And none of those three players were on this roster before December 1st. Like they, you know, they've been here a month and might be your three starting cornerbacks against Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen. Like it's just not – that's not going to go well in any reality. So I, I really feel like if the Vikings wanted to try this hard – they, they could they could get Justin Jefferson to the single season receiving record. He's not that far. I mean, he's like needs like what 200, 250 yards. Like yeah. it's a lot, but that's not out of the question against what the Bears will be having in the secondary, the lack of pass rush, and an offense on the other side that will struggle to get first downs. Harrison Hand, former Viking. So he'll 
maybe he'll have a hand in helping Justin Jefferson break the all-time receiving yards. There's a lot of former Vikings on the Bears and a few former Bears on the Vikings that are going to be a nice little reunion there. Armand Watts trying to get things going in the pass rush there. A few uh, Elijah Lee and Demarcus Gates and uh, Jalen Holmes. I mean, this defense has a lot of former Vikings on it, so maybe they'll have the secret. I, I don't think so. Sure. When you when you look at this game though, like from a Vikings perspective, the fact that the Vikings are even playing any of their starters, I think is a mistake. Uh, but to your point, Lauren, like this game should be out of hand close in, or early enough in the game yeah. where you can where you can play your backups. Is there a world in which you you see that this is competitive? And then what would have to happen for that to for this game to be competitive? So a lot. Uh, Nathan Peterman would need to be a quarterback that he's not, or. <laughs> One of my bold predictions for this game is that we see Tim Boyle attempt a pass for the Chicago Bears, at least one pass. And I think that's the way you maybe make it competitive. Not that I even think Tim Boyle is very good. I just know that Tim Boyle has not thrown five interceptions in a half before. And that I feel like, you know, if the Bears get down 28 to three in the second quarter or whatever it is, and maybe, you know, they bench Nathan Peterman, put Tim Boyle in and, you know, maybe they make it a little bit close in the second half, largely garbage time against Vikings backups. Like that's that's about where I feel it would be. I'll also say that Bears kickoff return man Valus Jones, the rookie, he, the last like three or four games in a row, he's had kicks to to the fifty yard line or or close. Like he's, it feels like one of these games he's gonna break that one free and go loose. So it's it's it would take something like that, a special teams touchdown there, a blocked punt there. Uh, a weird Kirk Cousins fumble or interception that gets brought back for a touchdown. Cause I just don't think it's going to be Nathan Peterman game managing this offense all the way down to the field, down, down the field multiple times and finishing drives in the end zone. That just doesn't feel very realistic. Sure. You mentioned Valus Jones and the, the, the dynamic nature he brings to the kick return game. Is there anyone else that Vikings fans need to know about this week? Is there anyone that you can say like, Look out for this guy because he could do some things that pop off the screen. Um, this game as a whole, as we continue to reiterate, not a lot to write home about. Is there anyone else that you can think of that 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 kind of fits the mold there? Uh, definitely not pop off the screen. I mean, <laughs> we know like Khalil Herbert in the backfield is a is a home run threat quite often. Although he was his first game back was last week against Detroit, and he looked really a step slow and, and not 100% healthy. So I'm not optimistic there. Of course, like David Montgomery runs hard and is going to make guys miss and, and make you earn every tackle that you get on him. But it doesn't like pop off of the screen there. I guess I'll say that Dante Pettis, the, the wide receiver, like three or four times this season, there have been plays where a defense just forgets about him and he's wide open for a 50-yard touchdown or a 25-yard touchdown. And it's just like, oh, like, and usually it's because Justin Fields extends the play, but stays behind the line of scrimmage and, you know, rolls all the way to the left. And Pettis is on the right side of the field, standing there wide open to get a pass caught in the open field and then walks into the end zone untouched. And it's not because he jumped off the field or was just that good of a route runner or that explosive of a player. He just right place, right time, lucky break. And something like that, I guess, is is always worth consideration. But really, no, there, there's not a lot to get excited about. Jaquan Brisker at safety can, can deliver a big hit maybe pop a football out, but even he was a little rough last week against the lions and some really bad angles in run defense from the deep safety spot. Yeah. There you have it. Vikings fans. According <laughs> to Lauren Cox of locked on bears podcast, there is absolutely no way this game should be close. It's funny hearing you talk about this game, Lauren, because I do think Vikings fans in the back of their head, you know, they aren't thinking about who's going to play, who's, who's going to be available for the bears. They're just thinking, 
the only thing this team does is play close games that are that are decided by one score. Um, but kind of hearing you name some of these guys that that will be on the field <laughs> that you've um, never heard of before, that we've absolutely never heard of. I made up half of those names, and you don't know which <laughs> ones are real and which ones were. <laughs> if there was ever a time to get right from just getting your butt kicked by the Green Bay Packers last week, um, it is right now for the Vikings. Um, they have a lot to kind of look forward to as far as the playoffs. And and when you look at the confidence that they could perhaps build this weekend, maybe that's why Kevin O'Connell is playing the starters because he doesn't want the last taste to be getting your butt kicked at Lambeau field. He wants to kick the bears, butt at soldier field, um, a bunch of reserve players playing against some of the, you know, some of the top tier playmakers in the league. And I will say like, if Justin Fields was playing, I would feel much more like a mm-hmm. bears would be trying to win and keep it close, but then B that, you know, this Vikings defense has some real vulnerabilities there and totally. that Justin Fields can score. Like I would expect a healthy, a healthier Bears team with Fields to be able to make this a little more of a shootout where I, a much more closer on the spread there. But it's, I mean, Nathan Peterman has thrown five pass attempts, I think, this season for the Bears and has an interception already. Like, he came in garbage time and threw a pick. Like that, that's, that's where we're at. So that's why the, uh, it's not just his, his Buffalo reputation. It has followed him to Chicago. Yeah, I think the game opened at minus one, Vikings minus one. Um, <laughs> that was obviously with Fields um, in the mix. And I, it's currently, as of Friday afternoon, Vikings minus eight. So we'll see this weekend. Lauren, that's all we got for you today. Thank you so much for stopping by. We appreciate you squeezing 25 minutes out of out of this orange because not much to talk about as far as the game this week. Um, but we'll definitely keep an eye on on kind of the bears off season. And, and you know, it, it might not be next year. It might not be the year after that, but with, you know, the pieces they have in place and the money they have, you know, at their expending um, could be some, a team to be reckoned with down the road here. I appreciate you guys having me on and I hope, uh, hope the game is more fun for you guys to watch than it is for me. All right, there you have it. Lauren Cox, uh, give him a follow at Cox sports one. Uh, when we come back, we'll get into purple prop party. It'll be our last one of the year. Um, and then we'll kind of push ahead and, and, and talk about the game coming up this weekend.